Hello, it's Peter Wright and Kathleen Beauvais with another episode of the Yacking Show Harmony Channel. This is the channel that leads you on your path to wholeness and helps you live a healthy, happy, and we hope long life and prepares you for the interesting times we seem to be heading into. We do that by bringing you very good, special, interesting, and knowledgeable guests, and today is certainly no exception. But let's first introduce co-host Kathleen. Hi, Kathleen. Nice to be back on the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Peter. Thank you for that. And thank you all so very much for tuning in to our show. We so appreciate you. And as Peter mentioned, we do have another special guest with us today. We are very privileged to welcome Douglas Mulhall to the show. Hello, Douglas. How are you today? Hi, Kathleen and Peter. It's great to be here. And thank you very much for having me on this very, very important topic that's going to be interesting for everybody who listens to the show. Absolutely. And just to introduce Douglas, Douglas is a journalist. He's an author. He's an award-winning documentary filmmaker. He co-founded Alastrin Therapeutics dedicated to reversing cardiovascular damage. He specializes in helping people live long, healthy lives. Today, he's here to yak with us about what steps you can take to improve your cardiovascular health, your skin, and to reduce overall stress. So let's just jump right in, Douglas. Can you You've had a, such a multifaceted career. Can you tell us how you came to focus on longevity and cardiovascular health? Actually, Kathleen, it's the same thing that inspired me to write the book, and it's the same thing that inspires a lot of people. A combination of selfishness and curiosity. <laughs> so the selfishness part was really easy, and that is that cardiovascular disease uh, actually doesn't run in my family. It gallops. So basically, all sides of my family... Uh, had cardiovascular disease and they died from it. And I realized that I was on that list <laughs> and I was not. And then the curiosity side kicked in. Mm -hmm. I was not entirely satisfied with the long list of drugs and surgery that they were taking and the very short list of other things that they were not uh, doing and not being told to do. And it just seemed to me as though there were also some scientific things missing in our approach to cardiovascular disease. And so many, many years ago, this, this book was many, many years in the making. It's, it's, it's my third or fourth book. And uh, over that period of time, I got to know a lot of scientists, cardiologists, and clinical trial experts who have discovered things that a lot of people just don't know in cardiovascular disease, and we'll get into those in a moment. Absolutely. Sure, sure. Before we get into the details of cardiovascular disease, something that intrigues me is longevity. I've read that most mammals live between five, a multiple of five to eight times their age of maturity, and that I've been a large animal owner, horses, cattle, and small animals, and that holds true for most mammals that I'm aware of. But that means that humans should live, most humans should live to over 100. Uh, do, you, do you think that's attainable? Oh, short answer is yes, Peter, absolutely. There's no doubt about it. Um, and the the reason, there's actually two reasons that that happens. This, uh, if, you, if you try and transpose their maturity compared to their lifespans compared to humans. And the big thing is, even though the multiples are true, most mammals do not live nearly as long as humans do. You know, cows, sure. horses, tigers, sure. lions, uh, squirrels, you know, they just don't live as long as we do. Now, 
The result of that is that they don't have as long to develop these chronic conditions mm -hmm. that come from things that are inside them, that are building up inside them, but something else kills them first. Right. Whereas with humans, what's happening is as we're aging, uh, we, we surpass the real time lifespans of mm -hmm. these animals. And the result of that is that everything that has been building up calcification, heavy metals that we'll be talking about in a moment, uh, and low-grade infections eventually get you. Uh, right. We got rid of those. We got rid of, we got rid of the childhood diseases, most of them, uh, that, that were killing so many of us at a mm -hmm. very young age. And so now that's the case. The second thing is that there are a few mammals that, um, and also fish, so mammals fish. and fish, who uh, are, have a similar brain to body ratio that we do that live much longer than we do. And in particular, there's one species of shark and one species of whale. They both live over 250 years. Right. And the question is, so why is that? Yeah. And yeah. There, uh, there's a lot of investigation into that. But one thing is for sure. Their immune systems don't turn on them as they age like ours do. And that's one thing that I focus on in the book is why do our immune systems turn on us as we age? Mm -hmm. And this mm -hmm. is a big, huge factor in cardiovascular disease and all kinds of uh, other uh, illnesses. So just to shorten that a little bit, mm -hmm. the problem is that the type of responses that your immune system has are great for you getting you out of trouble in the short run. And that's how we've evolved. In the mm -hmm. long run, they do exactly the opposite. They do the same thing over and over again, and that actually causes a chronic inflammatory response that triggers all of these other chronic uh, conditions. So God. these other mammals don't seem to have that, and probably it's because they've had a few million years to evolve, and humans have only been around for a few hundred thousand. Yeah, but I, I would ask you, I'd like to add to that, that those animals, fish and, and mammals you're talking about, are also living much closer to their natural state that they have lived in for hundreds of thousands or millions of years compared to humans who are many humans in Western societies on artificial diets and, and living under artificial conditions, right? Yeah, that's true, except when you consider that humans are also part of the ecology, uh, those animals haven't done too well. <laughs> right, yeah. uh, because we've we've eliminated a lot of them so there's we're a natural hazard for them true <laughs> you're right there you're right wow that's an interesting one yeah Kathleen, back to yeah, you. most people don't connect people with the environment but we're part of the environment of course as we far are. as yeah. animals are concerned we're a really bad part of the environment absolutely absolutely 100 now can you explain the importance of elastin from an aging perspective and a cardiovascular perspective yeah, Kathleen, you introduced uh, elastin therapeutics, but most people would ask, what the heck is elastin? And so I just want to do a little thing. And Kathleen, you're going to do this. And Peter, you're going to do this. And you're going to have a different result. Okay. Uh, so it's called the pinch test. Oh, so yes. here's what you do. Okay, for those listening, I'll describe it. You take the skin on the back of your hand and you pinch it between your thumb and your forefinger. You hold it up for two or three seconds and you let it go. Now, as you can see in an older guy like me and probably in you, Peter, it kind of goes down slowly. In Kathleen, it's going to go down a lot faster. And in someone who's really a lot younger, it snaps right back. Yeah. So most people are told that this yes, is, is the collagen yes. in your body, right? Because collagen gives 
your skin, for example, flexibility, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wrong. Collagen ah. does not give your skin flexibility. This is a myth perpetrated by the cosmetics industry. And I'll explain why they did that in a moment. The stuff that gives your skin flexibility, and by the way, as well, your arteries, your lungs, all of your organs, your sex organs, can't have sex without it, is elastin fiber. And this fiber is one of the most complicated and long-lasting fibers in the human body. And it is woven in between the collagen fibers. The collagen oh, okay. fibers give your body strength and rigidity. It's exactly the opposite. Opposite. Flexibility. So these two things together are what makes you flexible and strong at the same time. Now, mm -hmm. why mm -hmm. has the cosmetics industry been misleading us for so many years about this because until about three years ago, no one could fix elastin fiber. Okay. Whereas collagen, there's some studies that show that certain things, you know, can uh, repair it, but it was only mm -hmm. in 2007 that uh, two substances were actually discovered. One was invented and the other was discovered. Uh, that can actually restore elastin fiber, which is really important because elastin fiber starts to fall apart in all of us after about the age of 25, which is why we start to sag and wrinkle and feel tired in the morning. And this is completely under the radar for, for most mm -hmm. people. They don't know that the elastic in their body starts to degrade. But here you are. And that's why I wrote the book was to describe how this actually happens. And and the great, great news is what can be done about it. So in 2007, uh, one of my colleagues, Dr. Naren Vivahari, uh, who is um, a chief scientist at um, a university in South Carolina called Clemson University, uh, he actually discovered a naturally derived substance that comes from, of all things, the rind of the pomegranate fruit and tree bark. And it is a polyphenol. It's the same stuff that's found in grapes and red wine, mm -hmm. but it's a particular kind of polyphenol that most people uh, can't even pronounce. It's called pentagalloyl glucose, wow. uh, P PGG for short. So what it does is it triggers the body to kickstart the elastic assembly process. As you age, your body continues producing the elastin, but the fiber doesn't assemble. Uh, and okay. what this stuff does is actually kickstart that and reassembly uh, process. And they proved it in animals. And um, a sister company of ours actually uh, has proven that you can prevent deadly aneurysms from bursting in humans by applying this locally to aneurysms. Now, there are 10 million people in North America who have aneurysms and live mm. in fear of them mm. bursting because there's mm. no therapy for it. And the surgery is extremely risky. Mm. Yes. So this is big news. And this just happened actually last year. So the first in human uh, clinical study was done and it's now in clinical trial that proved that you can slow the growth of aneurysms and prevent them from bursting by applying uh, PGG. So this is, this is fantastic uh, news. Our company is also working with Dr. Vivahari uh, to actually do the same thing for the entire vascular system and lungs, uh, wow. which you cannot do locally. You have to inject it 
systemically. And we have Dr. Charles Rice, also out of Clemson University, has uh, invented a um, an antibody that is targeted to damage elastin, which allows you to have high concentrations of the PGG right at the source of the damaged elastin throughout the whole arterial uh, system. Wow. Wow. It's an incredible series of discoveries, I tell you. The uh, the other one, and I have to say, this also comes from Dr. Vivahari's lab, is like a triple whammy, uh, is uh, he has actually got a cosmetic that um, is able to do the same thing uh, in skin. So mm-hmm. here you have these three different products, but in Australia, uh, Peter... Uh, mm-hmm. Are you are you from New Zealand or Australia? R- r- wrong hemisphere, right side. I'm from Southern Africa, various countries. Okay, my mistake. That's all right. Uh, well, they had they did heart transplants. <laughs> That's right. The the first, the very yes. first heart transplant. Yep. Right. Got it. So mea culpa. Um, but anyways, uh, on at the University of Sydney, um, Dr. Tony Weiss, who has more letters after his name than you can possibly imagine, he takes up half a page, including all the awards and everything. He actually invented a cross-linked elastin uh, scaffolding that has been used to repair wounds. And this, so, so if you look at this whole big picture, what you're seeing is an explosion, a slow moving explosion of a whole new family of therapies that can Mm. restore the elastic fiber in the body. And it's just fantastic. And I, and I, I highlight all of these in the book. So excellent for like, I know somebody who has an aneurysm right behind the eye and, you know, being told that there's no way to repair that. Um, It's, it's something that they're going to have to live with. Um, is so is this something I I would say that in in a maximum of five years they're going to have a solution for them behind the eye is tricky the Mm -hmm. aneurysms that were repaired were in the aorta Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, so they're easier to get at and of course you know behind uh, the eye can also be the brain so you'd have to see where it was placed but the good news is that both systemically and with uh, these very finely placed temporary stents they can, the surgical precision is unbelievable. And so with the microsurgery, uh, they will probably be able to target this. So I think there's definitely a concrete hope uh, for that type of patient, yes. Wow. But having said that, mm-hmm. I am not a physician and I'm sure. not a surgeon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, you have to actually consult with those people. But this stuff is published. So, you know, they can they can look into it. So, mm. so just, just so that I'm clear, this elastin, it's injectable. Is there, is it at some point, is it going to become a supplement that you're going to find on shelves? Actually, you don't inject the elastin, you inject the PGG. The, PGG. Uh, the, PGG. Yeah. And so because it's a naturally derived uh, uh, chemical, uh, it's pretty safe. And mm. it's, it's been proven uh, safe in a lot of uh, in vitro tests. Um, as well. So, um, and this, this same stuff is the same stuff that's in the uh, vascular therapy that we're using. And also in the skin cosmetic uh, that Dr. Vivahari uh, has developed. So Mm. uh, yes, you know, it, it will be available in, in the case of the skin, 
Uh, it is available. And I know you're going to ask me the name of this company and I'll come up with it in a second because I, I've heard it a thousand times and I can never remember it. <laughs> Our audience will be very interested. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So then I, I, I'm sorry, Peter, I just, if I can just jump right in. Carry, carry, carry on, carry oh, on. I've got uh, it. Neo, Neolastin, N-E-O, 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 L. A-S-T-I-N. And that's also the website, neolastin.com. Neolastin.com. For those of uh, of you watching this, neolastin.com. And um, thank you for that, Douglas. Now, for those people that, if I can just jump right in, because you mentioned something about collagen, people who are supplementing with collagen then, what would you say to those people? Is that something that they should be doing or not? Well, again, I'm not a physician. I'm not right. a naturopathic doctor. What I would opinion. say is that uh, the degradation of elastin and collagen go hand in hand. Okay. So, you know, you accept that collagen doesn't have the same degradation pattern that elastic fiber does. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a bit of a different beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it definitely is worthwhile keeping in good shape. There's no question about that. So don't get me wrong on that. Just don't get the illusion that it's going to restore your elasticity. Right. So that's that's the thing you you've got to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So given that you you can't give medical advice, you're not a doctor. I, I accept that. I just want an opinion. I like you. One side of my family, my maternal side, the men tended to die from heart attacks quite early. I had a heart attack at sixty, and when I told my mother, she said, "Well, my dad died from his first heart attack at 60. And I said, or 63, I said, well, you didn't tell me that. She said, I think I did. (laughs) Anyway, whatever. So I've had bypass surgery as a result of that, but I'm fortunate that I'm still very fit. And I I walk, uh, brisk walk 40 minutes virtually every morning and I cut wood. I do all sorts of things uh, into my 70s. I've also, having lived in the Southern Hemisphere in in Southern Africa, had well over 100 skin cancers excised, both squamous cell and basal cell, and quite a few other sun-induced keratoses that weren't actually malignant. So I'm a mess of scars and my skin. When you said pinch your skin, I can hardly even find enough skin to pinch. It's it's so tight. But um, would this uh, elastin therapy, do you think, would it tend to help me in both of those uh, problems, both yeah, well, arterial doctor, and doctor, skin? Dr. Weiss's therapy is designed to do exactly that. It's designed for wound care. Okay. So yes, a yes to that. Uh, by the way, they, they were bought out uh, in, in the largest buyout of a startup in Australia's history, 250 million bucks. Wow. And wow. they were bought out by AbbVie, which was then bought by another pharma company who are now putting it into clinical trial. But we're waiting to hear that because they haven't said anything. It's kind of gone, uh, gone silent. But having mm. said that, you should you should have a look at the Neolastin product and contact the company and ask them as well because it's on the market right now. Wow, will do for sure. No, I'll yeah. certainly mm-hmm. get on that. Thank, and, thank but you for that, Peter. One. By the way, when you know, I just want to say, although I emphasize that I'm not a physician, that's not what the book is about. Because sure. the book is about the things that the physicians have been missing because they're not trained to look for it. And that's the key thing. So, for example, and this is one of the major things I focus on in the book, um, the buildup of toxic heavy metals Mm -hmm. happens in everyone from the day that you're born. And these metals have been shown over the last 100 years through hundreds and hundreds of studies to provoke cardiovascular disease. And three months after 
my book was published. The American Heart Association came out with a scientific statement that said heavy metals are a major new cause of cardiovascular disease, and we have to keep them out of the human body and get them out of the human body when they get in there. This is a whole new ball game for cardiovascular uh, right. disease. And the therapies that I talk about in the book, which include the stories of the patients, doctors, and researchers who together are making patients better, that's what this is about. Mm -hmm. And so, so I can't overemphasize the critical importance of these heavy metals in our health. And it's not just heart disease. No, it's sure. cancer. It's behavioral problems. Oh. It's neurological problems. Absolutely. The list goes on and on through thousands of studies. And yet our healthcare professionals have been taught only to test for one thing, and that is metals toxicity. That's like metals poisoning in your mm -hmm. blood. Well, you've got to have really high levels. And this is very sure. rare these days. We're not talking about that. We're talking about far lower levels that the American Heart Association has pointed to that build up gradually over time. And even in childhood, these have been responsible for triggering behavioral problems, allergies, et cetera, et cetera. So this is why this is such a big deal. So mm -hmm. what it means is that our entire medical laboratory testing system is not set up to test for these low levels. What you will find when they do the test for metals is it's within acceptable levels, not according to the American mm -hmm. Heart Association. Mm -hmm. That is out of date. Right. Interesting. So that would, sorry, let me follow that up if I may, Kathleen. That would explain why having lived most of my life in Africa before I came to Canada, I would see black Africans who were not exposed to most of the pollutants we are exposed to in, in our Western societies, who didn't eat a very good diet by our standards, who spent most of the day physically active, lived in very often smoky traditional huts, but lived to 80, in, well into the 80s without getting cancer or heart attacks, right? Yes. Um, and there's an interesting, uh, which actually goes to show that actually uh, your body produces some enzymes that, that, that help it get rid of these, uh, these heavy metals. Uh, but there's a big uh, but to that. And that is when you start combining it, uh, you know, with other things, mm -hmm. you end up with really big problems. So the, the, you know, the integrated approaches. And by the way, these people that you're mentioned, you know, living well into their 80s and 90s, I have to say still are the exception and not the rule. Oh, so, yes, sure. Uh, you know, there, I mean, a lot of people in South Africa are dying at a much younger age oh, yeah. of, of <clears throat> chronic uh, illnesses. And so, yes, there is a very small percentage of the population that seems to have an enzyme capacity to metabolize these heavy metals better than other people. But unfortunately, for the vast majority of us, that is not the case. <laughs> and, and, and the other issue in South Africa is you've got a lot of heavy metals naturally in the soil, as we do all over the world. These have been with us for millions of years. It's, uh, sure. you know, they're nothing. Uh, it's just that industry has concentrated them in our products. And yep. that's why we're seeing higher concentrations uh, in human beings. And, oh, yeah. and no, you're right. dental work as well with mercury. Mercury, that's, yep, yeah, that's, Which that's can't correct. can't be metabolized. That's correct. Not well, uh, no, heavy metals, they're very difficult to metabolize. Your, your body actually doesn't metabolize them. 
Mm -hmm. it, it tosses them out when it can, but it can't keep up. And so yeah. in all of us, this stuff bioaccumulates. And that's when the trouble starts. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you, now you, you talked about the book. You co-wrote the book, The Calcium Bomb, which is, I'm sure, the, the book that you're referring to. So that, No, that's the previous book. That's the, the, the previous, previous, previous book. Discovering the Nature of Longevity. I see. All right. Then you did co-write uh, the book, The Calcium Bomb. So what exactly Correct. is The Calcium Bomb? What do you mean by that? Well, you know, a lot of people uh, still take calcium uh, supplements. So this was kind of like the antithesis of that because mm -hmm. actually uh, you get hardening the arteries largely because of calcification and it has nothing to do with how much calcium is in your blood. It has to do with the way that your body uses calcium. Mm -hmm. Now, this, is, this comes back to what we talked about at the top of the show, your immune system turning against you. Mm -hmm. So what happens is that uh, the cascade that leads uh, to heart disease works something like this. You have these constant injuries from bad diet, heavy metals, emotional stress. You know, it's a whole long list of things that cause your body to detect what it thinks is a short-term infection or injury. It responds to that with inflammation. Right. Okay, great. The only problem is when that stuff doesn't go away, the inflammation becomes chronic. So mm -hmm. what happens when the inflammation becomes chronic? Your body genetically makes a decision. And that decision is, well, the inflammation didn't work. So we're going to try and wall this stuff off. So what it does is it releases tiny little globules uh, from some of your cells that contain uh, a chemical combination that triggers calcification, calcium phosphate deposits. And it it tries to wall off the damage. Unfortunately, in your whole vascular system, when it tries to wall it off, it's walling off the whole vascular system. And that's why your arteries get hard. Mm -hmm. It's your immune system turning against you when inflammation fails to fix the problem. Okay. 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 Interesting. And that's what the calcium bomb is all about. Okay. Very good. But what triggers it? Right. Um, Douglas, the name of your current book. Let's just get that uh, repeated for our audience. Sure. It's Discovering the Nature of Longevity, Restoring the Heart and Body by Targeting Hidden Stress. And that okay. hidden stress, Peter, is exactly these hidden heavy metals. And I call them hidden because we're not detecting them. You can't sure. see them, smell them, or feel them. And it's the same thing with low-grade infections that we talked about very briefly. Mm -hmm. So these are the two major hidden stresses that I address in the book. And I also address how we are successfully fighting them off. Now, Douglas, is that a copy of the book that you have right behind your shoulder? It is. Good for you, Kat. Can, can oh, well, that's well, it right here. Spotted. Yes. So, okay. We'll just bring it up here. Yes. Uh, Hold it up. There we go. Well, there you go. There you go. Okay. Okay. Oh. And for our audio listeners, there'll be a link in the description on whatever platform you are listening to the show on. You talked about an integrated approach to healthcare. Tell us about exercise. I, I'm a firm believer in exercise. Uh, I'd like to hear your thoughts on exercise. As you age, exercise becomes almost the single most important thing, even more so than diet, although you know nutrition is absolutely important. But all the studies show that all these people around the world who are living long uh, have vigorous exercise well into mm -hmm. their 80s and 90s. So yes, uh, it's absolutely critical. There's no question about it. My book 
says that and it acknowledges it, but it says that there are these other things that are knocking at our door that we also need to pay attention to. So the sure. short answer to your question is absolutely. Exercise is critical, stretching, different types of exercise, cross training. They're really, really important. And by the way, it's never too late to start. Right. <laughs> so yes, I no, I agree completely with that. Good. Thank you. Kathleen, back to you. Actually, just uh, just talking about exercise, what happens if you over-exercise? Uh, that's really an interesting thing because there's a lot on over-exercise. And, uh, you know, you can drive your blood pressure up too high for too long. Uh, you can uh, create cell damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and that's why, you know, like what I do is um, I will exercise strenuously for one day. And then I'll either take a day off or just go for a walk. So uh, it's that combination that lets your body kind of restore and recover and regenerate itself. And I think that's a, that's a really important uh, thing to do. You shouldn't feel like, in fact, I was doing too much exercise. I, I was doing 10 K a day. And mm. at the end of it, I was, you know, like I was dead and mm. that, that wasn't great. So I actually uh, cut back on that and I actually stopped doing uh, the uh, impact exercises of running and it turned over to swimming, which is why I live where I live because the ocean's right there. <laughs> right there, right. right <laughs> well, I'm right, in the right. ocean, you know, like every second day. <laughs> uh, I know Kathleen has told me many times and several doctors told me that I used to run ultramarathons. They told me the human body is not designed to run 85 kilometers in a day. So that's probably caused some of my own problems. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I, th- I think the Bushmen might disagree with you on that. I think it, you know, it, it's called epigenetics. Yes. Where mm-hmm. I, th- I think people who have been through it for generations and generations, it's like Linda Ronstadt said, uh, you know, uh, last year, she said, I don't believe in much, but I do believe uh, in the memories of the uh, body. And that is called epigenetics. Right. which is the topic for another show. Another <laughs> show, absolutely. We're, we're running short on time, but I, I have a, a little bit of a provocative question I've got to ask you, and that is, uh, to my mind, ni- neither the private health system in the USA or public health system in Canada and most of Europe uh, seem to provide good, affordable health care. What do you think is the solution, Douglas? It's in the book, Peter. That's why oh. I wrote this book, because our systems are collapsing under the weight yeah. of an aging population and the therapies that have been developed and are in the pipeline can solve that if we make a decision to do that. And my message to people is if your standard healthcare provider is telling you that this can't be done, get a second opinion. I'm not saying throw your doctor out the window, mm-hmm. but I am saying you need to get a second opinion. And I tell you what I have found time and time again, People need to have the courage to take responsibility for their own health and do their own investigations because the standardized sick care system is not going to do it for you. So get with the program and take responsibility for your own health. Absolutely. And I'm going to, going to add to that. The very reason we, we started this channel on this show is because we believe from our research that more and more people are waking up to that very fact you're just talking about. And we're trying to provide them tools and information with uh, guests like yourself to help them go on that journey for themselves. So thank yeah, you for and that, that. That that industry, Peter, is growing at a rate of 25% a year. It's incredible. Yeah. 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 Good. So, well, Douglas. Uh, oh, sorry, Peter. 
No, I, I was going to say that's about it for me. But well, I have uh, you, another question. <laughs> you carry, yeah, you carry on. <laughs> Sorry, I do. I have to pop in with another question. So uh, you may have already answered this, but I want you to, uh, if you can, just to elaborate. I know we talked about the loss of collagen in the skin versus elastin. But often right now people are running to doctors to get injectables such as yeah, fillers and Botox to help them look rejuvenated. Um, what can people do instead of these treatments? I know that you talked about neolastin.com, which I'm sure a lot of uh, our audience will go and take a look at, but is there anything else that they can do to help improve the elastin in their skin? Is something dietary? Um, yes. Uh, and I, I just, uh, this is some of the therapies that I describe in the book. Mm-hmm. The, the first thing is as you age, um, you know, everything gets, gets clogged up and, and that accelerates the destruction of the elasticity, um, in your skin. And, and in fact, the therapy that Elastrin Therapeutics is working on is a twofold therapy. The first one is to free up the elastin from all this gunk that, that has accumulated around it. And, uh, the second one is then to restore the elasticity by, with the PGG. So it's actually mm-hmm. a one, two, uh, punch. So mm-hmm. you can do things to actually um, get rid of the the stuff that's clogging it up. And, you know, like I would recommend, for example, that people look at uh, Dr. Caldwell Esselstyn's series of books on prevent and reverse heart disease with a plant-based uh, diet, because that's going to help to reverse the gunkiness that yeah. builds up inside you. And that's a good example. So nutrition, the right kind of nutrition can really help to do that. Even if you're not restoring the elastic itself, what you are doing is you're freeing up that elastic to restore some of the elasticity because the calcification, it starts, you know, like this, if you can get rid of that calcification and all of the fat deposits that are around it, your elastic is going to behave much better. So yes, there are those things you can do about it. Uh, exercise, uh, the proper nutrition, all those things are really going to help. There's no doubt about it. And also there are some foods that you can eat that will help you uh, get rid of these heavy metals. And that's probably also the topic for another show. Okay. Thank you so much, Douglas. Now, how do people wow. contact you and how do they get your books? Well, uh, the books are on Amazon. So it's, uh, you know, just, I would, I would just go straight to Amazon and uh, there's more uh, also information on the website and the website is www.natureoflongevity.com. And that's all one word, nature of longevity. So you just uh, go there and uh, click on it. And that will also show you um, all of the doctors um, and organizations that have endorsed the book. I have to say, the American Institute of Stress uh, is recommending the book. And mm. the foreword to the book is written by Columbia University's chief of cardiology, who happens to be the chief author of the American Heart Association statement on heavy metals, Dr. Ah. Hervias Lamas, who also ran all the clinical trials. And I actually feature his work at the beginning of the book. Excellent. Fantastic. Excellent. Wonderful. And... Again, for our audio listeners, all that information will be in the description on whatever platform you're listening to this on. So, 
Douglas, thank you so much. For me, that that was an eye opener. It was really interesting. I really enjoyed that, and I think we need to get you back for more I think so. episodes down the track on the foods that people should be eating and a few of the other things you mentioned. So, mm-hmm. once again. Great. Thank you. Thanks to the audience. And for our audience, we've just had another really special guest for you to listen to and watch today to make sure you don't miss out on our future guests that are coming along. Hop onto our website, theyackingshow.com. You'll find a form there. Sign up for our newsletter. We only send you one email a week, but you'll be in the picture of who's coming on the show. Again, thanks, Douglas, and goodbye. Over to you, Kathleen. Thank you again, Douglas, for being on our show. We, as Peter mentioned, we will have to have you back. You're just a, a wealth of knowledge. And thank you also very much once again for tuning in. If anyone is interested in being a guest on our show, we invite you to visit us at theyackingshow.com. All you need to do is click on the contacts tab where you will find a short application form and we would love to hear from you. So until next time, take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.